0: This is The Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am going to share with you some really good questions on how to rethink your branding, and I think you're really going to like this one because it's very practical and I'm sharing a lot of great examples that you might find fascinating too. Hey, you gorgeous ninja. It's so good to have you back. Julia, who runs our branding agency, and I just ran a Zoom session here for our members. And we also went live on our Facebook page. So you can check out the whole episode there. And we spoke about how to rethink your branding and how strategy can inspire your brand. And right now is such a good time to rethink your your branding and the thinking that is going behind all of your communication pieces. So what we did in this session is we, we took our members through the customer journey and then we also looked at two parts of a discovery phase to really think about your brand and then at the end, we shared a lot of really great examples of brands that we have built with the thinking that has gone into them. So it was a really good session. Everyone loved it. And as I mentioned, you can watch the whole show on Facebook, on the Basic Brands Facebook page. It's really valuable. And I thought everyone loved it so much that I'm going to share with you now sort of the highlights of this session. It was a 45 minute session. So that you can also use this knowledge for your own business to rethink your own branding. And especially right now, at the end of 2020 and going into a new year, it's a brilliant time to ponder and to refresh and, and put some more energy into your own brand and into your own business. So let me walk you through this. First up, the first part of this is we need to obviously make sure in in a business that The business is still relevant. And especially also again right now with consumer behavior changing quite rapidly and more and more people purchasing online and looking for solutions online without leaving their homes, even even more so now than before the pandemic, we really need to go back and look at the customer journey and make sure that your business is relevant and that it's not outdated. And a lot of businesses, business owners right now, they're sort of just, you know, putting the head in the sand still and just waiting for things to change. And things are not going to change. So what we can do is we can take control of what we can and do the best with what's going on right now. And one of the things you can take control of is your customer journey, how people are experiencing your brand. So the first part here is the customer journey. And I've spoken about the customer journey on on other podcasts before because it's such an important piece of your marketing and of your communication with your customers. And to make sure that you have a lot of raving fans. You want your customers, your clients to rave about you. You want them to go, oh my God, this is the best experience that I could ever have and I'm never going to leave this business. And I will also recommend all of my friends to work with you. And so if you think of a customer journey, what happens is that someone will, a potential customer will have a need or a desire or a frustration or a challenge that they would like to have solved with your product or service. And when they have that need first, they then go through a customer journey until they buy from you. And these customer journeys are very different from customer to customer. And in terms of lengths too, they vary in lengths because some people have a a very urgent need. Some people are just browsing a little bit in the beginning. What you need to do is you need to map out every one of your touch points in your business that customers have with you. And a few touch points, of course, could be that they check your website. They look at your social media channels. They might read some reviews. Maybe they email you. So email signature. Maybe they call you. So your phone answering message. Maybe they also ask for a company profile. Maybe packaging for some businesses. Their packaging is really, really important. Letterheads, proposals, any touch point that you have in your business premises for some companies people might still come in depending on on where you're located all these touch points matter and they all have to be consistent and they all have to portray your brand image what your brand stands for and what you want to be known for it this this exercise is amazing we do this exercise at least twice a year with a team where we just sit down and we map out what are all our touch points and then how can we infuse each of these touch points with our brand personality and that's the second phase now so the second phase I'll I'll go through your brand personality in a minute so first phase is map out your customer journey put it down on paper and make it visual. If you have a team, maybe do this with your team and then look at each of the touch points and see how you can infuse them with more of your brand identity and how to make it pop a little bit more. Then the second phase, this is how we go about when we build brands here at the Business Hood for our customers is we go through a discovery phase and You've already heard this so many times, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But the first piece of the discovery phase for us is always looking at the target audiences. So the first part of a discovery phase is what are the target audiences? Because we need to know when we build a brand, who do we want to appeal to? So when you build your brand and when you work with a professional designer, branding strategist, a creative person, or a strategist, they need to know who your audience is. They need to create something with them in mind so that you can attract them. Because your brand will appeal to a certain audience, so you need to make sure that it appeals to the right audience. Otherwise, the branding is not doing the job for you. So let's say your target audience is, I've spoken about this a lot, you already know how to go about that. And if not, come to one of our blast-off workshops, We're running a blast workshop every few weeks, and it's a free session. We run it live here from our headquarters in Sydney, and you can join us if you go to basicbananas.com forward slash virtual summit, and you can book in there. So in that session, we talk a lot more about target audiences. The second piece of the discovery phase that we look at is the positioning. And in positioning, we want to know where your business fits in the market, Where does it fit compared to everyone else in your market? Also, we want to look at, is it is it low-end? Is it high-end? Is it is it going after a mass market? So positioning is all about how you frame your business to make it appealing to that audience that we spoke about just before. So where do you fit and how can you promote your business to make it appealing? And the two pieces here that I want to share with you when it comes to positioning is one is your brand identity. And two, is your differentiation. So let's look at the brand identity first. And again, this is the question that you need to ask yourself over and over again. If you haven't lately done this, right now I would suggest is a good time. And the question is, how do you want to be perceived? With the customer journey in mind, how do you want to be perceived? And here, of course, you can use adjectives like we want to be perceived as courageous, we want to be perceived as innovative or as nerdy or as conservative or as classy, maybe playful that's one of our ones at basic bananas, it's playfulness. so what is it that what are these things that you want to be known for and you only need one or two of those to then create a really good brand identity and then what we do here and this this is something that you leave in the hands of a professional designer a brand architect or brand strategist, uh, I'll just show you quickly a little bit what we then do once we have clarity on the brand identity here in the design agency. We look at color psychology. So what are the color palettes that we want to use? So for example, you probably know that blues, the blue tones are often used for to build trust. If we want to build a bit more of a premium looking brand we might use a color palette that is a little bit more black shades maybe monochrome maybe a little bit of gold in it or silver or copper we've just uh, built one that had a little bit of copper and and dark tones maybe for a a more feminine brand actually for a brand that we built recently active mom we used pink very a very very vibrant pink color it's not my favorite color at all but it was suitable for this brand and (laughs) as you you know you're not designing for yourself you're designing for your audience for another business that we just built at the good kick we also came up with their name it's a coffee subscription business it's a really great name i mean i'm probably biased but i really like it the good kick it's very quirky it's it's got a little bit of playfulness in it and we used very earthy australian tones in that because it's an australian brand and that's their heritage Then you also, what we then also look at is obviously the fonts. What kind of fonts are we using? Uh, We just recently did a, a brand for a lawyer, Carolyn McKenzie. She's amazing. She's just starting her family law business. And for her, most lawyers use very sort of conservative fonts and design and colors. So we used a script font in her logo, which makes it a lot more approachable. And then we also used a splash of orange because again, just to highlight that sort of approachability and and vibrancy and then we also look at how we can use visual cues symbolism, anything sort of that is subtle that sometimes subtle, sometimes not so subtle, but often we prefer more subtle symbolisms and and cues and for example, we built a brand and also we we actually came up with that name too for a retail brand called Sagas and it's for a shop. They have a retail shop in the city and also they sell online and they focus on selling products from Scandinavia and the whole, their whole brand essence is about Viking products and telling stories so for them it's all about telling stories around these products and the makers of the products and so sagas was a great name because the saga is is uh, telling a viking story and it's it the symbolism that we have used and again just watch the video i'll add the link in the show notes here just watch the video on the facebook page so you can see you can actually see all these examples in in visuals which makes it a lot easier to see the logo also has a Viking boat symbolism. You, you don't probably know it if you don't know it, but now that you know it, you will see it. It's amazing. And then, you know, one, another brand we built for a Saudi medical company. We used some DNA strains in the logo. Sometimes you can also use a monogram. So if, again, a monogram is a, sort of a, a motive for, of two letters interwoven. So to then create a... A logo, for example. And we did that for a sock subscription business that we also named. And the name that we created for it is Don Socks. It's really good. Don S-O-X. Check out the brand, too. It's beautiful. And we created a monogram for that because it create, we have this personality behind the brand. Again, these are all just different examples of what all the thinking that goes behind creating really good brands and brand perceptions and recognizable, eventually, hopefully recognizable symbols. And then the second part here real quick is your differentiation. So we talked about your brand identity and then lastly is your differentiation. So asking yourself how you can stand out and you can differentiate in many different ways. You can differentiate through your design, which I definitely suggest that you do invest in good design. You can differentiate through pricing, You can differentiate through your audience who you're targeting, maybe you have a very specific, very niche audience that you can differentiate through. Maybe you can differentiate through your extras, you have maybe extra customer service or bonuses that make you different to your competitors. Maybe you can differentiate through your packaging, maybe your packaging stands out and is different. So think about how you can stand out. I would always also suggest to differentiate through your customer service. So make your customer service more exciting than your competitors because that goes a long way. And, you know, marketing, obviously we we talk about marketing here all day long. We love it and we breathe it and we eat it. Marketing is effective if you have a great product or service and experience. Marketing will, will only go as far as we have a good product. If, if a product isn't good, or it's, it, the service is not good, and you get bad reviews, then marketing will stop eventually. It can get it off the ground, but then eventually it will, it will not go so far. So you do need a good experience, a good product, a good service to for the marketing to really go really well for you, and to help you grow exponentially. So this is what I quickly want to share with you, so that you can start rethinking now for your own business. So a real quick, quick summary. Check your customer journey, map it out, and then go into your brand identity and infuse each of your touch points with your brand identity. So take each of those touch points that you have mapped out and then add your brand identity. So if it's if you are innovative then how can you make some of your touch points or all of your touch points more innovative to, for them to portray that image that you want to be known for? And as I mentioned, the best thing to do also is to check the video that we have put together, Julia and I, just now so that you can see all the different examples. And, it, it, you know, a lot of people on the call said, wow, this is really fascinating. You don't even realize how much thinking goes into a brand. There's a lot that goes into it if you do it right and lastly of course if you need help with your brand or if you would love to refresh anything just email us email studio at basic bananas.com and then julia will get back to you so we can have a chat so just email studio at basic bananas.com and happy to have a chat and review your what you've currently got and potentially if we can we may work together too Alright, have an amazing rest of the day and thank you again for tuning in. Oh, and if you love us and if you love this show, please leave us a review too on any of the platforms that you're on because it helps us a lot and we love it. It's good for our ego. (laughs) Alright, bye for now. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.